Okay, uh, here to review the papers, I say three people who know intimately what it's like to be involved in government formation. Uh, Irithi Shuk, uh, Bertie Ahern, former Justice Minister Nora Owen, and uh, Green Party leader and TD for Dublin Bay South, Eamon Ryan. Uh, Eamon, I suppose as the as the the person who the only person who the has a vote here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I probably should start with you. Uh, have you decided you can you can tell the nation now how you're going to vote on Thursday? No, um, we've had a series of meetings this week. We met with each of the parties effectively, and, and I presume there'll be more next week. Really, just talking about the process as much as anything else in terms of what sort of way could we reform the the doll? How do we elect a count Corla? And I suppose in very generally about how you form a government. I'll be honest from this point, I look forward Thursday and said, how can anyone vote for Taoiseach when there's not going to be a programme for government in place? No Taoiseach's going to have a government uh, ready to go. And, and I think it's very unlikely there'll be a Taoiseach elected on Thursday. I think it's going to take a little bit more time than that. Does that suggest, and look, I, I know you'll accuse us in the media of being overly focused on, you know, the vote rather than the issues. But um, have you, is that mean the Greens are effectively going to abstain on, on Thursday? Abstain or else vote against. Because, I mean, one of the things you're just slightly concerned about, you could end up with the Taoiseach being elected with only, let's say, 50-something members of the doll without any government behind that, that mm. Taoiseach, which would be a, a ridiculous situation. I think we have to be slightly careful we don't end up with some sort of completely unstable minority government that wouldn't last any sort of length of time. Okay, so you won't be voting for anybody this week as things stand, is as that what you're stand, saying? No, yeah. Okay, so abstain or if or if required uh, to, to vote against. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, I mean, but the picture Eamon paints is, is, is right. I mean, Micheál Martin may be out talking to all the independents in a kind of a game to say I can beat Enda but what's the point of beating Enda Kenny if you haven't got a, a, a yeah, government formed it, behind you Well I think it, I think it does matter just just, uh, <laughs> Amy Ryan, just just before we move on to the rest have you have you had talks with Micheál Martin or Enda Kenny yet? We, we, we've met all the parties but I'm not going to say who I met because it was kind of you know, it was confidential meetings but yeah we, we've met all the parties so Okay far. are you encouraged by what did they I mean I presume things like climate change were on the agenda. I mean, were they offering things like a, yeah, a, a, a cabinet position or a ministry for, for climate change? No, were we they on the table? No, we didn't even get down to that sort of level. But I do think it's important. We recognise that the country's in a, the country's in a, in, not in a bad space. It's not like a crisis five years ago or, or back in the late 80s when a minority government was formed. We have our economy starting to turn. But there's a lot of issues out there internationally in terms of the Brexit, my, the migrant issue, which has to be decided in the coming weeks in, in Europe. And yes, what's our response to climate? I think any new government and, and how we tackle our housing crisis, how we tackle our health service, what this government faces, the future government, isn't what existed in the late 80s where you had very clear budget parameters. You know, you had to, f- to kind of get our budget back in balance. That's not the issue. We face a whole series of complex issues about how we reform our public services, how we build housing, and yes, how we manage our country, our, where we go from here. And I think if it's a government that just thinks, you know, kind of, oh, we'll just be there for a year, year and a half, we'll be totally ineffective. I think what Leo Varadkar said the other day is true, and Bertie and, and Nora would, 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 I'm sure, agree with this. To get anything in government done takes two or three years. By the time you get your civil service on board, you get the budget in place, you get the legislation. Having a government which is just there as an interim one, I don't think in this circumstances is going to work. Okay, just finally before I come uh, to our our other two guests, would you be interested in being part of that government? We've always said, we've always said, and and we always went into government in the past on the basis that we have a sense of urgency around the the direction we think Ireland needs to go in. But to be honest, I think with, with only two members, we're not in the king making position there. And the maths of what the people have returned, like the reality, if you look at how they voted and what sort of government could likely come out of what they voted, 
I think it's looking more and more like it would have to be a Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil government. Um, and, and I think... It's not going to happen, though. It's not going to be a coalition between those two. Well, I, I, I'm not so sure. I think okay. people have always said in the past something won't happen. And All actually, right. the reality dawns and, okay. and it may well happen. Here's Taoiseach Bertie Ahern. You've, um, you've put some deals together in the past in, in some pretty difficult circumstances in, in, in politics. If you were Micheál Martin this morning, would you be thinking, you know what, I've got a chance of being Taoiseach? Um, yes, I, I think he, he could certainly look at that. But uh, if I can very quickly just say, Shane, I think there's, Eamon is right in this, and Nora and I have discussed this many times in recent weeks too. But uh, th- there's a process in this. Uh, and the first thing I, I've, in the papers today, in the papers in the last few days, this thing about the sense of urgency, you know, like get this done tomorrow or something like that. Now, I understand why people say that. That's not even our tradition. And I just like to, you know, in 89, you're going to be talking to John Rogers later on. And, um, it took a few, three times that all came back. That was when Fianna Fáil yeah. and the PDs got yeah. together. But if you take 92, um, in, in 92, it was over the Christmas period. This time it's over St. Patrick's Day and it's over Easter. In 92, from the time the Dáil first met, which in this case is next Thursday, to the time a government was formed in the 12th of January, it was four weeks, three days. That was during the currency crisis after economic monetary union collapsed, pre-me doing the evaluation at the end of January. Huge international turmoil, huge financial turmoil. Um, any of the people who are barking that this needs to be wrapped up very, very fast, in my view, are talking somewhere... The heavens didn't fall in that time. Not at all. Not at all. So, but so the, when do you are you? So are we talking so a month it, or six weeks? Um, here, it, it, and that's not a, I, my view. If you go four weeks, three days from next Thursday, you get to Monday the eleventh of April, and I think that would be the kind of week a, they a need to form. Time yeah, frame. I think going trying to do some cobbling, you'll end up if you do that with just what Eamon has described, some kind of a mishmash thing that won't last till well it, it'll get out of this year because nobody will want an election this year mm. um, so it, it needs to take time now the process the talks going on um, in the last few days and the talks going on the next few days to get to the first day back and it'll be a negative everyone will be voted against and that, that's that's what will happen um, I presume the parties if I was um, Michal Martin today I would, and I'm sure he's been at it for a good few days, is going through all the manifestos and I'm sure um, Enda and others are doing it on the Fine Gael side, seeing where you can find commonality and bring that forward uh, in, into discussions, which I'm sure will, will take that on. Um, along the, r- the road, what we did in 89 was we went through all the things, should it be Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, and that was written in, in, in 1989, so the idea that this was never taught before, it was discounted. You, you seriously looked at that, and well, then, well, but then well, discounted. But I, I actually wrote the document, we put them all down, uh, and Charlie put a line through everything, <laughs> and threw me out. <laughs> uh, uh, it was just uh, Charlie or nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we, we had to come back, um, and, and the last one, yeah. the last one on the list, in fact it wasn't on the list, it was on the back of the page, because I was afraid to put on the list so um, we went through the, the list and everything was ticked off and after a process it came around to say okay well maybe we have to go to PDs the big core value had to be changed so Eamon could be right you could go through the list and maybe a combination will work or maybe you'll go through the list and then you'll have to go to the back of the page and the back of the page would be Fianna Fáil Fianna okay. and on so, the back of the so, page but as you time, go down yeah. through the list and the back of the page would be Fianna Fáil Fianna Gael sure, yeah. the yeah. list you'd have to go down through the list first that will not happen quickly and I think the more talk is that this might happen 
next Thursday or Friday mm. or Saturday yeah. or like then it won't happen. But that's interesting, and uh, Nora, I'll bring yeah. you so in, that in the, a second. So that is the process. Are, are you saying and, and uh, what you're talking about? It is classic negotiating um, tactics, I suppose, and 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 methodology. Is it your instinct that ultimately we will come to the back of the page to uh, feed the full unless? Like I saw in one of the papers this morning, and, and you know, Jay, I thought it was a comedy piece. Uh, it, <laughs> it 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 said that um, it said that um, Enda. No, I don't believe it for a second. It said Enda is negotiations with a, one group of ten. I think he sent Senator mm. Collins is or Senator. Yeah. Something, he he sent out one group of ten independents and one group of six. Sure, even if he has that, then he still uh, then well. he'd still need to get Labour, who I don't think will vote it, and 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 you'll get a few more. Like just that just can't happen. Mm. So, but you have to go through the list, and if the numbers add up somewhere down along the list, that'll work. And then parties will have to decide: are they prepared to take the risk um, of just doing a short-term um, arrangement that lasts probably till somewhere next year? I don't think there'll be election twenty sixteen, but are you talking about the 2017 election mm. and and then all the issues come in human factors do people want another campaign have they the money have their party workers the holiday time that they've already taken off and all the, uh, people say oh, oh, these things shouldn't take into account of course they, they, they will I, be I taken. presume the 20 plus new Fianna Fáil TDs don't want a new election there's not, there's, there's not a member uh, <laughs> in, in Dáil Éireann um, probably someone like Richard Bybarra who reckons he'll get three quotas if there's another election but, I might well do know, <laughs> but, but, but other than that there's nobody in the doll that wants a, a, an election yeah. you know okay. a, a, nobody Noro and you said you said to me does it really matter who finishes ahead on Thursday it does from this point of view if Micheál Martin finishes ahead of, ahead of Enda Kenny in the vote yeah. then it would seem that uh, the Taoiseach's position is untenable as leader of Finnegan. Well, I don't really know. Uh, first of all, I will put a health warning on all the variations of the stories in this Sunday's papers because you'll get as many variations and the media have to find something. So the fu- front story page with Jodie Corcoran, Philip Bryan and Maeve Sheehan about giving how many seats were going to go to independence and everything. I think they can rest down. I'm just thinking of the row going on between Stephen Donnelly and Catherine Murphy and, and Roisin Shortle. It says Social Dems will get one. Yeah. But I just that would be a quite warning. a struggle, all right. Yeah, I, I'm just putting a health warning on all the stories because I think, I don't want to be facetious about it, but I think there's a board game in this nearly to be designed. Well, as, as, as Bertie Ahern says, they're probably all on that piece of paper. They're all on the bit of paper and you could have, you could have a great fun. It does, it, well... Does it matter if Michal Martin wins next Thursday? He still can't become Taoiseach unless he has a majority. No, but for the reason I put to you, well, uh, only how, how could Enda Kenny credibly stay on as leader well, of Fine Gael? Well, I think that would be a whole different scenario and I think if he was beaten on Thursday Enda would have to look very carefully at his uh, at his future. It takes three or four weeks for uh, for an election for a new leader for Fine because we have all these rules set down and 25% for the membership and so much for the party executive and so much for the actual parliamentary party so you have to go through those steps anyway um, but I think it's unlikely that Michal can get those numbers he has to get 14 of these mixed groups to vote for him on Thursday and they're going to be saying why would I vote for him we haven't we, we're giving away our best bargaining chip by making him a Taoiseach or telling him he can have our vote for Taoiseach ship and then we have nothing on paper to say what we're going to what kind of policies we're going to So endorse. do you think what will happen on Thursday is you'll get, you'll get the 44 Fianna Fáil TDs voting yes. for Michal Martin you, the, might the get a few, you might get a few more 
or who are gene pool Fianna Fallers who will say we're going to show our support because if Fianna Fáil gets into government we'll be first in line for anything that's being given yeah. out and then I, that sounds for Enda Kenny you'll get the 50 Fine Gael TDs plus the probably seven. the 7 the Labour have said they'll vote for him the first, first time, time yeah. but whether they'll stay voting they don't want to be in government so they'll vote for him on Thursday so come Thursday evening all the journalists will have to sit down and start another whole um, arrangement okay. I mean when you look at the story on the front page of the Sunday Indo and see that first of all I'm, I really think Shane Ross should curb using quite frankly disgusting terms like I, we felt we were de- we were debating with a political corpse there's no need to get into that kind of language Shane I'm sorry no matter what way you end up it could be a minister and all this Fine Gael 6 Labour 2 Indos 2 Alliance 2 uh, Social Democrats 1 Green I tell you something God bless Seamus Brennan I know he's gone and God uh, Lord rest him but we'd need to Seamus Brennan back to <laughs> keep them Hearn, you'd, you'd need a good chief whip in that scenario, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say the, the chief whip. Would you're not, not available. Job. You're not available for the <laughs> job, are you? But can I just say they can always appoint you to the Senate. Oh, and make yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> too old. Um, it, 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 the only significance I think about um, the Count Coyle is an important position, and will be yeah. a, a more important position. So really. That I think is be like a chief thing. whip. Yeah, that'll be. But can I say the, the only significance really about who wins the vote is whoever has the most seats in Europe in European models, and that's the way we're moving in this country. Uh, the person with the most seats is in the driving seat after an election. Mm. So Enda is in the driving seat. If if he if he wasn't to win that vote on Thursday, he's no longer in the driving seat. Whoever beats him is in the driving seat. So and does that matter a lot? Probably not, but that's of the only significance. But after Thursday, I think you know the the likely people, which is Enda um, or Michal, have to start saying, well, where can we find um, the combination and really start getting down? And, to and it. do you agree with Nora? If you were if you were one of those independents, would you be saying, I'll keep my powder dry. I'm not I'm not going to fire on on Thursday. I'm not going to vote for anyone. I'll I'll wait and see what happens. It depends. I mean, some of them would be aligned and they'd be looking back to where their base vote is yeah. and what votes that they they, they, they Does get. the fetal gene pool thing really matter anymore? I mean, if you're a Healy Ray, well, well, you see, they, it, they, it matters to this extent. It matters to this extent. Fianna Fáil did very well in this election but the, there's 338,000 votes that weren't with Fianna Fáil in this election that were there the last time I was elected Taoiseach um, so somebody got them um, so some independents got them okay. uh, so, that, so they're so looking at their base yeah. okay. but Shane there's just one other little point I, yep. I, I meant to make when you sit down to do these negotiations and what have you um, and this is at a human level you have a group of vibrant young Fianna Fáil TDs and you have some some Fine Gael people who have never had a chance to be a minister and in the same way as people used to give out about the guards judging themselves here are a group of people who are going to be at the back of their head thinking if we give up completely on any negotiations my chance of being a minister is gone. Now I know you might say that's very wrong of me to say but those are the things that are going through people's heads and there are young men in Michal Martin's party who think even a minority government as a minister might be the first and only chance I'll get to be a minister. So in a way, 
you nearly should withdraw those people from the mm-hmm. negotiating team and put people like Bertie on it because Bertie isn't ever going mm. to be a minister again. But it's just, it's it's the human level of that kind of thing. And then you have the independents like the Shane Ross is saying, oh God, this might be my only chance to be a minister and, and, and I'm going to use every bit of power I have to try and do it. So that's all going on in the background and, and the journalists will be picking that up over the next few weeks okay. after Thursday. Okay. And just remember that that's there right. too. Uh, Imre, I presume the Cancorla job doesn't interest you or does it? No, we've, we've only two TDs. We can't afford, we need to build up from here. So, so, uh, but, but we will. Um, John O'Connor got it one time, Eamon, yeah. and he was only one. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but <laughs> we've, we're a national party. That's why I got and, it. And, and our job is to, is to try and grow that. Um, I think the count caller position is going to be really important. I think it's important because in this period, and it is different to previous occasions, we've never had a situation where you've had two parties kind of similar in size, where the doll is so divided in a sense. So the, the previous examples aren't aren't really good. And, and I think there is a real opportunity here to do the sort of reforms that everyone says we need to do in the doll. And in this interim period, into this four or five weeks, to actually make that work. And I think to involve the, the adult. I don't think, I mean, what I'd be saying on Thursday is, let's not just walk away for four weeks and leave it but to behind the doors, behind the scenes. Kind That's of what's going to happen, though, isn't it? Well, I don't think, I don't see a reason why the doll shouldn't, not necessarily in the chamber, but maybe in committees, be absolutely involved in that reform process. So that, so that it is, it starts in hack, how we actually do it, reflecting the sort of change we want to make. But inevitably, there will be negotiate. You can't, oh, you can't negotiate. No, 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 no. You can't do it all in the chamber. But while that's going on, I don't see any reason why we couldn't try within the doll to have a series of debates just on some of the key issues on housing, on health, on Brexit, on climate, on the economic situation. Okay. And I know sometimes that could be just a talking shop. But could we use that time in a way where you get... Uh, every party to set out some of their broader perspectives on the key issues and not on a piece of legislation or not on okay. a budget item but mm-hmm. actually in some way help them the process of programme for government talks by actually having some of the issues aired I, have, the to, I have to tell the listeners our two former politicians <laughs> are, are, are shaking their, <laughs> their heads <laughs> here well, well, well Eamon the reason you can't do that is I, I, I've no I've no um, I've no problem with the theory of that, but if, if, if I was a negotiator for Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael, you, you go into the doll and show your hand um, and say, this is this is where we're going. So the, the Fianna Gael person would be out the door. B- but this, b- b- but on, issues, you, you on issues like housing, which is you know the quintessential of the immediate crisis we have to face, I don't think there's necessarily ideological difference. You're down to technical issues there about how you fund mm. it, where you build. And actually, one of the biggest issues, I think, in this coming out of this election is what has happened about the centralisation of power. Like, what's all that vote about independence and all around the country? And you could say, look, say, oh, it's just parish politics, but it's not. It's a sense that the people are not connected to the parliament. So one of those issues I'd love to have a debate on is on a national spatial plan, on some sort of plan, so that you actually allow the voices from the West, South West and from from elsewhere to actually have some sort of say, where but are we who, going to build? who would act as, as the kind of moderator that, or the mediator well, That's in why that you'd kind have to have a very good count Corley, who'd mm. be seen as independent, who'd be able to manage that process. Do the yes. Greens have a preference for Ken Corley at this stage? Yes, we do. And who is it? I, I, to be honest, I don't want to air that because we're kind of we're talking to the other parties and we're trying to make uh, trying to. Is it a Fine Gael TDM? Presuming, no, I'm not. Go- I'm no. not going to talk. But but we are very actively involved in trying to uh, get a Cairncoil who I think would help that whole process. I think are we allowed process. to put a bet on? <laughs> I don't. I don't really. It, 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 you know, whoever is Cairncoil is Cairncoil. But I, I really think um, that the Cairncoil should be an experienced parliamentarian, here, here. Uh, whoever it is, somebody who who knows the the system. It's a bit like. 
know, the, the best learning game of politics has been chief whip in a in minority government because you have to learn everything about it. Yeah. Um, it's senior her yeah, to, to yeah, use yeah, a, a yes, Brennan phrase. But if, yeah. if you're if you're not if you're like the last thing that the hall needs, in mm. my humble opinion, is some newcomer or even a newcomer that might have come in five years ago. You need somebody who knows the intricacies uh, of the Dáil committee system and who's a proven parliamentarian who can handle these things. And who's respected on all sides. Yes, I, yes. I totally yeah, agree. And I think that may be possible. I totally agree. Yeah, I okay. think, and, and that yeah. might be a party, you know, that might be one somebody from one of the bigger parties. It is. I mean, you don't want to count Corla, who unfortunately has to constantly you know ask the person sitting in front of the clerk you know what That's do I do I here and you, you'd end up with so many okay. adjournments uh, we'll, uh, of the we'll, we need to go to a break just before we go to a break um, Bertie Hearn I just want to ask you something Nora referred to and that article by Shane Ross um, if you were Enda Kenny today and, and you read that article by Shane Ross talking pretty, I mean, he doesn't go into detail about what happened at the meeting would you be kind of mentally st- striking him off the list or would you be thinking look that's that's his well, prerogative I, to I, do I, that I agreed at this point with, with, with um, Nora that you know we it, we have to form a government whatever happens over the next four or five weeks and uh, I, I think what Eamon has said about confidential meetings and uh, just keeping them confidential I think going in and having confidential there's nothing worse than having meetings and then somebody comes out and starts giving a blow by blow version of meetings that, that's unprofessional yeah. that's mm. just unprofessional yeah. I, I think to be fair to Shane Ross he didn't give a blow by blow no, I'm yeah. not talking yeah. even about China. I just think you should just you should just keep all these things he didn't need to give a blow yeah, by blow you know, account you, if he you, put that sentence you, you in saying keep, he realised you just keep everything professional because it's 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 yeah. going to be you have to be big boys and girls so, yeah, in yeah. this debate mm. welcome back to the Sunday show Shane Coleman with you until noon keep your text coming to 53106 at a cost of 30 cent our panel are still with us we have uh, Eirthi Shuk uh, Bertie Ahern former Justice Minister Nora Owen and Green Party leader and uh, TD for Dublin Bay South uh, Eamon Ryan um, Nora Owen lots of headlines about Enda Kenny's uh, leadership yeah. uh, today in the paper there does seem to be an acceptance that well at the most he's going to be Fine Gael leader for another 18 months or, or, or two years yeah I mean it, it, I mean at this stage there isn't a leadership push on and obviously there's there's full backing for Enda to do the negotiation period for the next four or five weeks uh, he'll go to uh, he'll go to America I see a cartoon at the back of the Sunday Business Post with Michal and Enda uh, you know discussing the big issues and then saying now let's get back to who's going to Washington with the bowlish Amra it's just a jokey thing but that'll happen but I mean you can't pretend that everything's going to fall the way you expect it so mm. if, if Fine Gael did go into a minority government um, the minority, it wouldn't be that end it would have to go it's just that the minority government wouldn't last probably more than one Could budget. you see a scenario though where there is a, a joint a coalition between uh, Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil that we get to as Bertie said the back yeah. page of or, or the, the, the back of the, the, back of the, the back piece of, the page, of the paper yeah. that option's there and in that scenario Fianna Fáil says well we don't want end of Kenya's teaching well, we, there is a, there is a precinct John A. Costello yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. In 1948, there is a precedent. Now, yeah. I don't think Enda Kenny wouldn't be as toxic to Fianna Fáil. In fact, there is a, there is a body of opinions that Fianna Fáil would want Enda Kenny to stay on as leader. Well, they might because they know that he wouldn't probably be leading the party into the next election, whenever that would be. Popular, I think it's and fair to say. So, so, so I don't see any reason why Fianna Fáil would make it, um, a, you know, a, 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 a piece of honour to say we will go into coalition with Fine Gael if Enda Kenny steps down as leader. Or There's a much bigger issue there than or that. Would, or would they consider? a ro- ro- rotating Taoiseach as, um, as one of the options and, and I don't I think we're in that space where things are going to be done differently yeah. because it's, it's a different situation to the 1992 um, in 1992 there were 
two big issues. The rotating tissue was first brought up. John Bruton says in his face totally against it mm. at, at that stage. Six spring races, didn't um, he? He did. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it got a fair airing at that time. Mm-hmm. Because, because the gap happen. at the time was, I think, Fine Gael had 45 seats. Yeah. The, the Labour had 32 or 33 yeah, seats. Yeah. And, and the gap is even smaller. It, is, it, but it, it, it was really... Uh, I, I have to say, you know, in the European Parliament at that stage in 92, people said, oh, how would that work? It wouldn't that work anywhere? But sure, I mean, we, we saw our, our own Pat Cox come into the second half of the presidency in Europe mm-hmm. and do a tremendous job and get an international acclaim for his job as, as a rotating I don't think it's as, as mad as it sounded. But remember, in 92, that wasn't the issue that broke it. The, the issue broke, but John Bruton wouldn't go in with the Workers' Party. Party yeah. Yeah. And um, then uh, you wanted the, the discussions on the manifesto went up. We presented the documents to, to, to Labour and then it, it went off. But it wasn't a rotating Taoiseach that actually broke th- those discussions at okay. the time. Um, you uh, remind me of your days playing in, in, in drunk, playing soccer in Drunk County. You kind of sidestepped my question a little bit about <laughs> Micheál Martin uh, becoming uh, Taoiseach. If, if you were in Micheál Martin's shoes this weekend, Bertie Ahern, what would you be doing in terms of next Thursday? Would he, he'll want to get ahead of Enda Kenny in that yes, vote, if yes, at all possible. Yes, and, and, and he should be trying. I, I would be out talking to everybody um, other than the 44 Fianna of all people uh, and trying to, trying to do that and putting his case forward, not just for, for Thursday's vote, um, but for the efforts to try and make it. I was in Crow Park last night, I have to say this, and I was, you know, people still think I have some influence in the party, and I don't, um, but people um, come up to me um, before the match, before the hurling game, half time, and the amount of people that spoke to me, only one Fianna Fáil had come up to me and said they would uh, thought Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael was a good idea. Everyone else, um, everybody else had come up to me, and I, I, I'm a great believer in the straw poll. Is that uh, came up and said to me, no. And I'm talking about really good activists, people I identify. But would they have said the same thing in 1989 about coalition with the PDs? Well, they did. They yeah, went they ballistic. Did. I spent six months going around the country afterwards trying to put out the fires. Yeah. Um, and eventually uh, Albert know, Reynolds referred to it as a temporary arrangement. Is it tribalism or is it that they don't want to leave the opposition benches open to Sinn Féin? Or is it a bit a of lot, There's a lot of history in it. Like, if you're in there, listen, I... I, I um, you, you you know you know the old story you know of the the young guy goes into the doll on the first morning with the with the old guy and the young guy sits down and he's in the doll for the first time and he looks across and he sees the benches um opposite and he said ah there's the enemy and the old fella says no they're behind you <laughs> <laughs> and and you know there, there there is sometimes you know how <laughs> you, f- you forget like i i would have got on with most finnegan people over the, the years a lot of it because it was whip uh, and you, you get to know no, them you yeah. get to talk mm. to them you like most of them you're people that you you, f- you find a cross you somewhere along the way but sometimes on the outside if you're a canvasser and you're out there for 10 elections and you're putting in all the hours and you're taking your holidays and you're putting up posters mm. and you're taking the abuse for your party Fianna Fáil took it the last time Fianna Gael took it this time and you know and then all of a sudden somebody comes along and says hey no you're going in with them yeah. you know <laughs> the elected <laughs> members understand it but the people the canvassers yeah. don't but I mean like it, it, you may say will that ever happen I mean, there are things that have happened in our society that we would never have thought of before. You know, if you think back to the, well, the Eighth Amendment and all those kind of things. Yeah, and Adam's uh, topping the poll uh, in, in loud and, 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 and now talked we, about as a And now we have feature. a majority saying they want some form of, of abortion in the country, you know, for, for fa- yeah. fatal fetal abnormalities. So, like, 
we said it on the podcast we were doing Bertie that you know you never know in four or five weeks when the public begin to get back do you know what I noticed during the week and there's a story by Jerome Riley in the the Independent in which he says he's incandescent with rage that he stupidly paid his water charges etc and how his wife said to him no more water charges I mean it's interesting now that that voice is coming out now saying hold it a minute we paid a legitimate tax and now people are saying tough on you more fool you and that that side of the population will rise up and they will start to take it out on the parties and say we've given you the vote now do something with it okay. and give us a government okay. it may be Fine Gael Fianna Fáil, it may be minority okay. but it was not another election OK just before I bring you in uh, uh, Eamon Ryan uh, one quick question for, for Bertie Hearn I asked you to put yourself in Micheál Martin's shoes uh, just put yourself for a moment in Enda Kenny's shoes Will he be very anxious about his position now uh, come Thursday? Um, maybe, maybe not Thursday, but I think he he, he will be anxious uh, about the um, the discussions over the next f- few weeks because I, I nor he's been kind of outmaneuvered by Michal Martin a little bit, even he, in the first, has, but even he, the, the doll reform proposal from Michal Martin. Yeah, well, I think that I, I agree. We, we haven't discussed the doll reform proposal, but I think the doll reform proposals is is essential. I think the new kind of dolls that we're going into and. A lot has been done. In some of the people have tried to say, well, this is all a new idea. Like, the doll has radically changed from the first time I put my foot in there. The way um, the discussions that went on between Brian Cowan and Richard Bruton, how the whole budgetary process changed, and you were at the cabinet table for mm-hmm. that, him. Like, that has revolutionised how a budget is done. Um, so, and, and I think Richard Bruton is there for a very lot of credit for that because he mm, brought yeah. forward a lot of good proposals. John Bruton, back when I was with, was leader of the House. I don't know if they still have a leader of the House. I but, so. And I did a lot of reform on that. So it's always evolving and it should evolve. And the committee system should evolve. So all those things are, are, are good. But um, Enda, listen, Enda's in a difficult position. When you go into a, a government with so many seats, um, with a programme, you're looking for a mandate and then you don't get it. It's difficult. Um, it, it, the next, the next short period will will probably decide okay. how that's handled by him. A- Eamon Ryan, you, I mean, you served at cabinet mm-hmm. with Micheál Martin. Uh, is he someone you could imagine being Taoiseach? Is he someone who would get, could potentially get your vote for Taoiseach? I know you're saying not this Thursday uh, uh, at least you're going to be standing it, back. It comes back to the, the, the it comes back to the issues of where do you want the country to go? Like where do you want to build housing? How do you want to do it? How do you want to reform the health service? I mean that's how, you know but it is about the you're when you get to down to it. Basically. No but when you get down to it it's it is down to the actual policy issues rather than the personality. When you're sitting like does Michal agree does Fianna Fáil think that we should we have this opportunity to turn the country green and be really good in it? That's what you actually assess it on. Can I just make one point what Bert was saying there yep. about this, this reform process and how the doll needs to reform further. I hope that, in, and we're going to be arguing next Thursday and beyond, that it's not just about tweaking standing orders here, there, about the order of business or whatever. It is about making sure that our doll looks to the wider picture, to Europe. I mean, one of my experiences as a time as a minister and in opposition is that the doll wasn't sufficiently up to date with what's happening in the European Council of Ministers. And that's important because that's where the policy decisions are made. That's where the legislation, a lot of it comes 80, from. 80% plus. And, and mm. I think we need to make sure that the committees in the doll really empower the doll 
are fully up to speed before a council meeting and actually bring the minister in to say what's the position you're taking, what sort of angle are we taking, to involve the doll in the European process because that's where the power and that's where the policy decisions are made. Secondly, I think, go back to that point I was making earlier on, that a lot of the vote at the moment, that kind of distrust of politics, is because of an excessive centralisation of our system, which has increased significantly in the last five years under Phil Hogan and Alan Kelly. And I think it, that we should be looking in this reform process at the form of regional government and at that bottom tier, very, very low tier of local government beneath the county council level, how we build up community development. Okay. And last but what not least... What do you mean by regional government? Are you talking about the city mayors and I, stuff The way like Phil that? Hogan set up regional structures was not correct, in my mind. He has three structures. The country is not divided in three. The, he, basically, he basically used the European election format where you think Bray to Ballybunion is a, is a region. It's not. So I think we should look at that in the process. And last but not least, I think there's an opportunity to also look at the Shannon because I think that referendum four years ago now where the people said don't throw it away but reform it is how I read the vote. There are I think fairly in, in the talks I've had this week with the other parties fairly widespread recognition yet that the Shannon isn't working either and why wouldn't we use this opportunity to introduce the likes of the Catherine Zappone Fergal Quinn bill which wouldn't require a referendum which would actually I think get support across the okay. house. Okay. So the level of reform we need to make I, th- I think we should be ambitious rather than it just being about tweaky who gets to speak in standing orders. I, I, I think Eamon has made a very important point. This election is about obviously forming a government and it was TDs but the councils must also look at the result that has come out and when you hear councils now saying well we won't have housing here and we won't they also have to listen to what the public have said and they can't just go off and do make decisions on, on issues and object to things that are really part of the national policy and they have to start acting together. Most of the councils are coalitions if you look at them all the Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael and some Fianna, Fine Gael and Labour and, and all the others so they also at that tier of government okay. can't just wash their hands. Okay. Uh, Eamon Ryan, I mean, the, the idea of doll reform, everybody agrees with in principle. It's a very noble concept you put forward. I was speaking to one TD during the week who said, if you're down in a in a doll committee, he said he works incredibly hard. He's really proud of what he's done in terms of influencing legislation. But he said, you may as well be peeing against the wind if you expect <laughs> any thanks for it or any benefit from I it. I don't agree. Well, he was speaking I, from... Yeah, okay, that's his experience. experience. if you had been the chair of the banking yeah. tribunal or whatever you call it for the last few years, like, I'd have to say, um, because I had to follow that, obviously, because I was one of the central players in it, like, the amount of work that some of the members in that uh, put in was absolutely and massive. And a number of them lost including the chairman. And they got the publicity, but what happens in a lot of other ones is um, no they don't get the publicity. So I think in total reform, um, and this is, and I don't blame the media for this. I think that it's the way it's structured. The idea of people being on three committees and just coming in to make up the numbers and all of that to, for a vote, it'd be better off there was no votes in those things and they just vote it once a week because it shouldn't be about the vote. But, but you need to get the committees working in, in a way that the public can see it. You do. And, and you do that by connecting to the European Council, as I said, because then yeah, you're I up to speed with what's that, going on. But, but can I just give why, why I don't agree with that? I spent five years in opposition on the Joint Directors Committee of Communications, Energy and Natural Resources. And in that time, we went into real detail about broadband in this country and we went into real detail about energy systems and where we go. That knowledge doesn't leave you. That knowledge is power. Like, the, if if you're involved in politics, you do have to have some expert knowledge around some of the key investment issues facing our country and so on. I found in that experience that five years, okay, there may not have been a journalist there, no one, but but that knowledge goes into your head, and ultimately, you need politicians or to be an effective. Pol- 
politician. Okay. That's what you gain from it. And yeah. at the time, but you I, might I think, think I think in the committees, I was, briefly, Nora, I was spokesperson for a number of areas and you'd go to those committees and I'll be frank with you, it ended up with whoever was the chair and the main spokespeople. In fact, the chair used to come and say, what do you want to discuss? And you'd end up with by the time the committee was over, the three, the two spokespersons and at that stage, the two spokespersons and the chair in the room. And so we did try at one stage to have the committees on a week when the doll wasn't sitting to try and give them more um, space and more openness and that the media would have to come in. It didn't really work. I mean, I think Eamon is right in saying that if we want to govern by some more element of the committees, this automatic majority of whatever government is in place has to go or else the ministers have to be told if a good idea comes up and a good amendment comes up, the automatic default position was to vote against it. Okay. Uh, and it has taken years for some ministers to see that they actually can accept min- uh, wisdom from well, other sides. Maybe, maybe this coming doll will be different. Uh, Bertie Hearn, Nora Owen and Eamon Ryan are staying with us. We'll be back in a moment on The Sunday Show. Okay, welcome back to the Sunday show. Uh, Ear Bertie Hearn, former Justice Minister Nora Owen, and the uh, Green Party leader Eamon Ryan are still with us. Um, Bertie Hearn, we were chatting there j- during the break. You wanted to make a point about uh, St. Patrick's Day and how, regardless of what happens on Thursday, it is still really important that the Taoiseach and ministers, uh, even if they are caretaker or whatever, that they still travel. Yes, uh, John Rogers, I'm sure, will go through the constitutional position and after Thursday they become a caretaking government. But they're the caretaking government of the country. And St. Patrick's Day is the best opportunity. I've done it for many, many years in different positions. But it is hugely important for the country, for the image of the country, the status, the investment. And um, in my view, even the ministers who lost out should be there. I mean, for Ireland to lose, not taking full advantage, and I 100% support the ministers. It's the one day of the year when Ireland is at the the forefront and we we should use it to sell the country. I've I've been lucky enough to do it many, many times. It's hard graft in spite of what some people think, but I just, I'm totally in support of the government ministers and ministers of state been away for St. Patrick's Day. No, I, I agree also. And yeah. I remember is there an issue though about Enda Kenny if he, if, he is, if he does have to resign as Taoiseach um, we're yeah. going to be talking to John Rhodes about this he's a you know a, I'm, a I'm caretaker sure Taoiseach. In, 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 will, in American will, politics you, Will they you be know, reluctant to sort of wade into that the well, Americans? Well or? I don't know remember there's an election going on in America too and it may suit uh, Barack Obama to, to meet the Irish Taoiseach. I mean the, I suppose they're looking at it and saying well this is an interim interregnum Taoiseach maybe we shouldn't be giving him the kind of pub, the, the, the high up um, because there's a lot of other countries that don't get the same access as Ireland I, I hope they would, would meet him still because that's important Bertie Hearn is that a potential issue? It's a potential issue but I hope they find a way around it but even if that little bit of it um, like okay that gets the photo call the, the shamrock yeah. the ball of shamrock I did it 11 times but <laughs> all of the rest is, is, is hugely important. Okay. I mean, it's the investment meetings, it's getting onto the main TV networks, which normally we can't do um, uh, as okay. Irish politicians. Okay, okay. <laughs> fair point. Um, Eamon Ryan, I want, to, I want to talk to you and I want to talk to the, the panel about Irish water. Mm-hmm. Um, are, we were talking, you were talking about the need for a new type of politics. What do you make of Fianna Fáil's stance on Irish water? Does that colour your thinking when it comes to potentially voting for Micheál Martin yeah. as, as Taoiseach? Yeah, their stance is not credible in my mind. And I think this week we saw that where they were out there saying, oh, it's a red line issue. And then on Thursday, it wasn't a red line issue. And, and, and I don't. And I think as it dawned this week on the realisation of what what some of what like the likes of what Fianna Fáil are saying, 
what it would really cost and and not just cost in terms of immediate cost of changing things around but the cost of lost opportunity we need to invest in our wastewater and our water system and we need some mechanism of paying for it and we need to respect those 60% or so who have paid and not I think this week that was probably the most noticeable thing political this week a backlash from the people who had paid yeah. saying hold on a sec here you're saying now that all that pay- money I paid is is not going to count for anything in the sense that we're going to change the whole system. I think Fianna Fáil lost a lot of credibility on the water issue this week and I think one of the difficult things in the negotiations is how they dig themselves out of that but I think dig themselves out of it they should. Uh, Bertie Ahern, do you have a view on that? Were Fianna Fáil unwise to... um, I think it was Barry Cowan who said it was a red light issue and Neil Martin kind of rolled back from that. Yeah, well they stayed at a position for the last few years and they went into the election having a very clear position. Now whether it was... was, um, a perfect policy position or not, but the election now is over and they, they have to take that position into the negotiations. Um, will, will it change along the way? All negotiations, it's the art of the possible and they're going to have to try mm. and take that forward. But it, what is important is that we have a better water system in, in this country um, and that we, we, we can fix all the, the problems of the infrastructure in there What's the best system of doing that? I, I, I can't see us going back to the old local authority system, whatever no. comes out in the, the, the negotiations. Well, what about the argument that that's what effectively 100 TDs were elected to get rid of water charges and get rid of Irish water? I don't believe that. I think there were a whole... There, there was more... There were, from what I've been talking to canvassers up and down the country, I, I think in um, health and, and housing... Uh, well, not so water wasn't an issue, but health and, and, and housing and... Um, initiative we had picked up earlier on in, in our discussions was pe- the amount of people that were in temporary contract jobs um, and you know had six months and nine months contracts uh, and that was where the Fine Gael got into trouble about the, the recovery issue because there's a vast amount of people who were just on low pay contract mm-hmm. jobs and they were included as the, so they, they, they were all the issues water is one but the parties will have to find a, a resolution. Yeah. I, I don't Norrell, big, there's a big problem for Irish Water, though, isn't there, yes. after the last week, which is that a lot of people who did pay yes, and, and that's uh, a huge are now saying, was I in Egypt yeah. to be paying? I'm I mean, not going to pay in the future. We've no figures in the paper today, but I believe people have gone in and cancelled their, their, their direct debits, their certainly standing their, orders. Yeah, and people anecdotal are saying it, yes. And yes. as I say, Jerome Riley has a kind of slightly tongue-in-cheek art, uh, article where his wife sent him a text saying, that's it, no more, we're paying no more water. I mean, the reality is that, that we need a single authority. It, was, it just wasn't working. I was on a council for 15 years and I mean, we had we were losing fifty percent of our water out all around the Fingal area. So, I think there's agreement by a good lot of the people, even now of the hundred, that we need an authority to run the water. We're now moving the pieces around like a jigsaw to say where do we make little changes. And in the papers today, it's saying Fine Gael might make changes. Fianna Fáil, I think shouldn't have had it as a policy to get rid of it because they were the ones who introduced well, it to Coveney, start with. It has to be said, added to the problems well, with si- his Simon, comments. in fairness, he was kind of torn apart for saying we're willing to talk. Now they're all saying we're willing to talk. They I mean, Leo, talk. Varad- Leo Varadkar is saying yes, we and today's papers to say. So it's not really Simon's fault that this has become the issue. I think if you're sitting down to negotiate a government, there will be movement on a lot of policy mm. areas. I think the US- USC promise will, is probably dead and buried at this stage stage now. Fianna Fáil didn't make that promise or they said they would reduce it on certain levels but you get, you'll get that kind of agreement. We'll take away the 1% on people under certain um, salary. But the water thing 
I was delighted to start hearing on the Joe Duffy show, sorry to, to mention another show, that That's people right. were ringing in, you know, who had paid their money and realised that it was all going to waste. And there have been improvements. People with boil water notices are no longer on boil water notices. We have got to get raw sewage okay. cleaned up and not going Fair in. Much. And we're under okay. 80 charges from the EU for places where raw sewage is going into our rivers or our lakes or our sea. Eamon Ryan, briefly, is water charge and the maintenance of Irish water. Is that a, a red line issue to use that term of the week uh, for the Green Party? Uh, my sense in terms of how these negotiations are going to work, if everyone goes in with your upfront red line <laughs> issues, then, you, then you're starting on a very awkward space. I yeah, think you're be- a, I mean, water charges and water conservation, surely. I mean, if, if the Greens aren't standing oh, yeah, yeah, for that, no, what no, are sorry, you Sorry, we are. But, but I... You don't kind of, if you go into negotiations first, here's our red line issue. You go in and think, what's the problem we have to solve? And in my mind, yes, we have a real problem that we're pumping raw sewage into our rivers, into our sea. We have to make a significant increase in in in, in investment. I think part of that is having a charge on the wasteful use of water conservation. And you argue on the basis of reason. You know, you don't go in just kind of, a, I have an ideological fixed view here, but you go in with the base of this is what why we think this makes sense. And I don't hear sense. Take, for example, on the Fianna Fáil side, we're just going to abandon everything, go backwards, not do anything for five years. I think it's on the strength of the argument you win it, rather than just going in and say, here's a red line issue, I can't move on it. There lies the problem, Eamon, but the, the difficulty at the start when it was set up, that the legislation was never debated in the doll. No, it wasn't. Should it have was been. just no. rammed through. And if yeah. it hadn't been discussed for a few weeks in the doll, hadn't been teased out, we, we may never have got into the problem. They would have found some corrections, yeah. Guys, we've got two minutes left. I just want to put one question uh, to each of you. Um, not a bet now, I, I I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid it is. We are heading down that road. Bert, Bertie Ahern, um who will be Taoiseach presenting the shamrock to whoever the American president is let's hope it's not Donald Trump in, in 2017 is that on the other side of the next election yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no I, I think what's going to have to, to, to happen very quickly the list of all the combinations is, I'm sure is written and they'll have to go down each one of them until they find one that works um, and I, I've told you what the last one would be yeah. it's a question whether they can find a minority government um, in between I think that's what um, people would be looking at early on but these things will evolve and if this day four weeks uh, you'll be on, on, on the air with whoever is with you Jane, you, you'll find that the circumstances and the process will have evolved there will be opinion polls uh, public opinion will change and that, that, that'll all evolve over the next three or four weeks and it's the way it all always happens and um, God uh, knows and what if you were Michael Martin would you fancy your chances this, this oh, week oh yeah sure yeah. because listen if, if, if the, day, the day you go into uh, to play a match and to lose is a bad day Michael Martin will be going in to win and okay. he should mm-hmm. no I think Enda Kenny will be bringing the Shamrock this year and there's a strong possibility though. he would still be Taoiseach if they, there's some kind of a government worked out uh, by next but, or after, uh, but after that um, I think if Enda ends up being Taoiseach for the next 18 months there may well be a change Francis after that. and Hillary Clinton would that appeal to you? Well it sounds like a wonderful ticket <laughs> but I, I am not putting my money on any of them at the moment. A- the Ryan. question is will the Irish political system be able to actually provide leadership provide 
the kind of government that we need or will it drop the ball and we have a year of chaos or a year of uncertainty or a year of nothing much happening and no real uh, developments. I would like to think that the Irish political system as represented in the Dáil by the 158 representatives will manage to put a government together whether it's some very innovative uh, yet unknown you really not care whether it's Eamon Eamon here's the thing (laughs) (laughs) do you mind is it it irrelevant to you whether it's Micheál Martin or or no what's relevant to me what's relevant to me is what sense of direction do they want to bring the country okay yeah. all right uh, we'll leave it there my thanks to Air Taoiseach Bertie Ahern to former Justice Minister Nora Owen and Green Party leader Eamon Ryan